hear from you. Kendall and Casey present voicemails. Brought to you by QC Kinetics for non-surgical regenerative medicine treatments at 317-559-PAIN. The phone number, 317-684-8444. It is time for your voicemails with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. It is 1035. So there is a, uh, a story that just came out. It's uh, just starting to circulate. Uh, Libs of TikTok has uh, posted it on X and all the other platforms. And it involves the Child Protective Services here in the great state of Indiana. And uh, there's a story of this uh, couple's child, and it's being reported that the child uh, was taken away from the parents because the parents refused to refer to him as a girl and use his she her pronouns and that this uh, child was then placed in an affirming house and we got a phone call about that actually we didn't get a phone call about that Rob somebody else got a phone call Casey Kendall this is actually for Tony (laughs) this is Michael and Carmel (laughs) And Tony's going on about the Department of Child Services. I've never worked for the state, Mm. but I've worked with the state in my career. Mm. I'm retired now, so I can go off on them. DCS is the most corrupt organization in state government. It's run by thieves and thugs and crooks from Marion County and Lake County. And they are awful, awful people. Just look at the history of who ran DCS, and you'll kind of get an indication. I just want to support Tony for his rant against DCS. Okay, so I actually saw... And it's interesting. This thing is getting traction now because this is going on for a long. Has been going on for a long time. Twenty one, I believe. Well, that's what I'm saying. I yeah. saw this couple speak. I think this was an IFI event, Indiana Family Institute event, in 2022. Mm-hmm. They got up and they were the featured speaker. And their attorney was there, and he was a part of it, and told their story. So I, I'm finding it interesting that they're just coming on this now. And so, again, if you're just kind of tuning in, this couple had a – I can't remember if it was a boy who wanted to be a girl or mm-hmm. a girl wanted to be a – is that what it was? Yeah. And they did not approve of that, and they said, hey, we are your parents, and this was a, a minor child, and we're not going to allow that to happen. And then it kind of becomes into a he said, she said, well, the next thing you know – They've removed this kid mm-hmm. out of the house. And I remember at the time we had reached out to, through channels, to the attorney to have him come on. And for whatever reason, that didn't didn't work out. Maybe we'll do that again now. Um, but there were now, the, the, the response from kind of channels of people who were connected to the state was like, well, wait a second, you're not getting the whole story. There were other reasons we removed the child from the home that they're not saying. It's a total mess and it's a, just a horrible look for the state of Indiana, because the narrative out there is, and if there's more to it people need to know about than they should have said, but the prevailing narrative has been, and it has not been refuted publicly that I've seen, is the kid got removed from the house because of their the parents' lack of desire to go along with him, him to her, her to him. Mm-hmm. The child wanted to have a sex change. Right, and, and they didn't want to affirm that position. And uh, Curtis Hill, who we had on the show yesterday, is now weighing in on this. He said the Indiana Department of Child Services is out of control. Parents wake up. Your child could be taken away uh, because of your faith, not on my watch. 
Um, a lot of people are starting to ask Governor Holcomb what he's going to do about this, or even Todd Rokita. Fox News uh, nationally is reporting on this story. But why now? This has been going on for like two years, Kate. It just blows three years now almost. Mm-hmm. It just, I mean, they were, the, look, here's what I would say. Those parents were incredibly compelling seeing them tell their story. Now, and they did it in long form and... You know, granted, they had a friendly audience, you know, that were asking the questions, but I was watching it, you know, you're in the audience kind of trying to pick holes in the story, and they seemed pretty genuine and convincing, and to get up there in front of a room full of people and tell the story, I mean, you could tell they were pretty, I mean, they were very broken up about it, and... um how old is the kid now? I, I don't know. It's, it's been is a couple it an adult years. by now? Well, or? this well, the story went away. This is why I don't understand why it's now becoming a thing again. Because it was a big story, and then it went away. And like I said, that was a year and a half, two years ago that I saw them speak. And now, for some reason, because libs of TikTok picked up on it, it's being reintroduced. It's a, it's a story again. Yeah. Um, one thing I would like to point out on that phone call, which uh, we appreciate the phone call. Uh, however. We're not Tony Katz's messenger. Yeah. <laughs> he's got his own line. Yeah, we, uh, but that was, uh, it's fine. I think Michael's I a fan of our show and he's called before, so it's fine. We'll let it go. Okay, uh, one more phone call about uh, what we were just talking about with the uh, John Oliver and Clarence oh, yeah. Thomas. Morning, Kim. Okay, so today, uh, really enjoy the program. Mike from Bloomington, Indiana. How come no one's talking about John Oliver's <laughs> offer to bribe Clarence Thomas to retire for $1 million. How is this not being considered illegal? Just the offer itself should be a, a federal charge. And then the other half of that is who cares about uh, Joe Biden? He's not going to run for president anyway. They're going to throw Michelle Obama in there. How come we're not talking about that as well? Hey, you guys have a good day. Enjoy the program. See you tomorrow. Bye. Well, I don't think he's going to face federal charges because his excuse will be, and it's probably right. It was a a bit. He doesn't actually. Th- I don't joke. think even as delusional as John Oliver is that he thinks, oh, Clarence Thomas is definitely going to take me take me up on this offer. I'm going to get him out of the. You know, I don't think the briefcase full of cash is going to be mm-hmm. slid in Clarence Thomas's RV the next time he's on vacation. What so, if it was a job offer for a million bucks? Well, that wouldn't be bribery. This stuff happens all the time. But Clarence Thomas will very likely, and hopefully, he lives many, many more years because he is a national treasure. He will be on the Supreme Court until his very last breath, and so it it ain't going to happen. And as far as uh, the Joe Biden point, I often wonder that as well, and I'm sure that there are people that are on this that we just, you know, it's yeah. not been made public, but I'm sure there's a plan uh, somewhere by Donald Trump. What if it isn't Joe Biden? You know, how will they... Do you think so? Do you think I, Trump has a plan? I, I would. I mean, if you're going to be proactive... Uh, and you're thinking, no. you don't think no. that, that he has any sort of plan to run uh, against Michelle or I, Gavin no, no. or Gretchen or I any think, of the other names. I think Trump not only takes every day by day, I think he takes every moment <laughs> by by moment. Here, Here is a real world example of this. Did you know, Casey, Yeah. that once upon a time, yeah. I interviewed the president of the United States? I heard something about that. Wasn't it a, a great dream? That's what he said. Yeah. And, you know, I'm very modest, so I mm-hmm. hate to bring that. I'm glad you brought it up yeah. because I would be loath to, to do that. Of course um, not. And he also said, you know, I, I get what's going on, and he wished every interview could be just like me. And, you know, I mean, that, and people have listened for years, already know all that, but we have new people coming in all the time. Um but one of the things I was blown away by Trump, and I was as this was happening, I was like, I cannot believe they're letting this happen. 
when you interview, and you know this, you've interviewed a lot of high-profile people, while you should never give them like an actual list of your questions, like here's verbatim how I'm going to ask you these questions, it is normal for someone to ask, what would you like to talk about? Mm -hmm. What should I prepare for? That's in any interview, much less if you're interviewing someone who was the presumed at the time Republican nominee for president. And every politician I've ever interviewed has asked that, you know, hey, what do you want to talk about? What, you know, or if it's their handlers, what should so-and-so, you know, prepare for? Trump didn't do any of that. Mm -hmm. Like he didn't know me. They didn't know me. I was doing that based on a reference from someone else. And he just sat right down and was like, okay, cool, let's go. Mm -hmm. And so, no, that's incredible. Like, what if I had been <laughs> some sort of saboteur? Right. Think of the, I could have totally embarrassed him. And I think that's why Trump gives these interviews that gets himself in trouble all the time. Like, he sits down with the CNN and the NBC and the, you know, he does those interviews with Woodward that gets him in trouble all the time. I don't think he thinks anything through. I think he just goes by the moment and just, hey, whatever's happening in front of me, I'll deal with it then. Right? Fly by the seat of his pants? I don't know. I think he's got to have some sort of plan. You don't become that rich and have an empire like that without having some sort of direction and know at least an intention of where you're heading. I think you're giving him way, way too, uh, too okay. much credit. Let's get to this one last phone call, and it is, of course, about your subway coupon issue. Hey, this is uh, Kirk, truck driver. Um, when it comes to the subway uh, discussion, yeah, I quit them a long time ago for that very same reason. Uh, none of the franchise franchise owners are on the same page. One will take them, one will take half, one won't. I just hit it. Go to Jimmy John's. <laughs> Jimmy John's always takes a coupon. They have better meat, better bread, better I It's just better all the way around. Forget Subway. Go to Jimmy John's. <laughs> um, okay, here's the only problem with this for me. Yeah. Where do these coupons exist? They don't show up in my mailbox. Where are these coupons at? And you know, I don't do anything on the internet. Mm -hmm. So where do the coupons exist at? The reason I, this is what makes me mad about the Subway coupon is they're sending them to me. Mm -hmm. Like they're directing them to me. They're saying unprompted, you're not asking for this. We're sticking it in your mailbox. Mm -hmm. That's what pisses me off about, the, about Subway's not honoring the coupons. You're giving them to me. I'm not seeking you out. Yeah. You're seeking me out. Mm -hmm. They want your money. Here's an idea. Eat a salad. Hammer's going to join us next. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Hello, hello, listener land. It is Rob for my friends at Universal Windows Direct. If you've been cold in your own home, do not suffer through one more winter in a cold and drafty home. Call my guys at Universal Windows Direct and listen to this deal they've got going on right now. If you call 317-659-7574, it's 317-659-7574, to schedule your free in-home estimate today, for every two windows you buy, you're going to get the next two free. That's right, 317-659-7574. You buy two, you get two free. And get this, if you mention my name, that's Rob Kendall, you know because you're listening, you'll get an additional $250 off your project. So 317-659-7574, buy two, get two free. 
Tell them my name, Rob Kindle. You get $250 off your project. 317-659-7574 or universalwindowsdirect.com. Tell them Rob sent you.